Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Side of the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. I'm Valerie. How is everyone doing? I'm Valerie. How is everyone doing today? Did we figure our tagline already? Oh, we're smashing up the sports this week. <laughs> yes, there we go. Smashing up the sports this week. All right, all right. So, uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us again. We'll go ahead and jump right on into our highlights and violations segment. Do you have a highlight this week, Mama? The same. It's Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you say I'm in love now? Again. Again. I keep falling in love with all these players, but he showed up the other night. He surely did. So, yeah, Jimmy Butler is my highlight as well because, what, a 40, what is that, 45-point triple-double and just – Without shooting any threes at that, I didn't even realize from watching the game he didn't he didn't make well, threes. He likes to shoot from the paint. I like it. I like it. He's that confident he can shoot from the paint. Yeah. So that was a really really great performance from Jimmy Butler in Game Three. So that is mm-hmm. definitely my highlight this week. Um, did you have a violation this week? Um, the NFL teams continuing to test positive for COVID. I think the Titans finally had some uh, negative tests, so hopefully they yeah. yeah. So hopefully they get to play. I haven't heard the latest on. It appears that Cam was the only one who tested positive, obviously because they played last night. Um. So hopefully after this, they, all the other professional teams, as well as just the world, will recognize that this is nothing to play with. This is nothing to, oh, it's going to happen to somebody else. Wear your mask. Right. Yes. And stay at home. I will say after all of this nonsense, all this nonsense that's happened, especially with the Titans, I guess the good thing is that the NFL, like, uh, updated their policies as far as um, testing and what you're allowed to do even during bye weeks and how they're going to proceed going forward, which leads me to believe, like, they could have did this up front. I don't understand why it took an outbreak to come up with all these measures. Well, I think everybody, for the most part, has it down. Um, I'm still, even last night, you know, watching the game, <coughs> excuse me, people, you know, sitting in the stands, didn't have their mask on, headed down here. So, I mean, folks just don't get it. They just don't get it. No. Um, you know, we're going to be stuck inside forever at this point. Okay, so we are going to jump right on into our Headlines of the Week segment. We'll start with the NBA. The finals uh, started with the night uh, that this, our last week's episode was published. 
So uh, we're already three games in. Game four is Tuesday night, so tonight, and the Lakers have a two games to one lead over the Heat. What what have been your thoughts so far? I, this is for the Lakers to win. Okay. Um. Yeah. As much um. As much as I love Jimmy Butler, I do think the Heat are outmatched, um, especially in game with the injuries. Two. Yeah, especially with the injuries. So in game one, which the Lakers won one sixteen to ninety eight, uh, Bam Adebayo went down with the injury, and Gordon uh, Dragic went down with the injury. Um, for game four tonight. Bam, I'm pretty sure he's playing. I think they've ruled him as in, like, uh... I think I saw where he's playing. He's playing tonight, and, um... Uh, Dragic is still a game-time decision. His so, is a... His injury is more serious, as I understand it. He, I right. I think... Um, he, so, he tore his plantar fascia, so at this point, okay. there's no... Sense like, with playing. Bam, like, it's... I'm I'm gonna assume Bam's injury was some kind of like maybe like a pinched nerve or some kind of brachial plexus injury like a stinger or something that football players would get. I'm assuming that's what that is because there was like he's talked about considerable improvement um, over the past couple of days. Whereas Gord uh, Dragic's injury, like he's torn his plantar fascia, like there's no improvement getting around that can you right can you play through it um so uh from my understanding they both will be playing tonight so i did i definitely think game one i mean game four would be different from games one and two where i mean anthony davis has been amazing except for in game three um he's played really really well okay I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I know you're not a Lakers fan. Even though we had some great players with the Lakers, I would give them that. The Lakers are like the Cowboys, you know, the team <laughs> to hate. <laughs> um, but I'm. I, even if Adebayo comes back, Adebayo. I know I just killed his name. Adebayo. Um, Adebayo. Um, there we go. Does come back. I don't think we have enough. But I'm just going to enjoy watching uh, Jimmy yeah, play. Yeah, it's going to be say. like, it's it's not going to be um, an easy win for the Lakers. The Heat are going to make it tough. But, of course, like the Lakers, they're bigger and they're more experienced and they have the two best players in the series okay that's so all that take a lot this this finals the you know obviously i'm disappointed and so i have yes with these finals i nothing that <laughs> no dog. Yeah, that excites me. Right, right. I mean, it's just one of those finals uh, for me. But go on. 
Yeah. Um. Well, I would have preferred. Well, no, I think I picked the Lakers. Um, yes, you did. The season to be here, which is fine. Um, I'm just enjoying watching Anthony Davis like step up and step up to the moment, like step up to the stage. Now I know in Game Three, it wasn't that great. He was in foul trouble majority of the game. But I still think he's been playing well. I think he stepped up to this moment, and I don't. Know, I think this has been a, a a really really good moment for LeBron because he uh, again aside from Game Three, well, the entire Lakers team didn't play well. So in Game Three, but aside from Game Three, LeBron no, because they thought well, they, they had been, it. They thought they had it. So. I think LeBron's played well, but he's also like uh, played like a really good mentor to Anthony Davis and how to prepare and how to perform in the finals. And that's what I that's mm-hmm. exciting for for like me personally, because um, at some point, you know, LeBron's not going to be the same LeBron anymore. So you got to you know you got to pass on the torch at some point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have anything it, else it, for the Lakers. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I I mean, I really don't. Not, it, on a serious note, they, they were like the Dallas Cowboys of basketball. Even though they had Magic, Kareem. I forgot his name. What's his name? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna need more than more help than that. That played with Magic just, and Kareem. The one, Kobe, Shaq, 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 Kobe. I mean, they they've had some players that I loved, that I liked, but as a team, no, no, and just sticking with that now. I. Huh? You just gonna stick with that, huh? Well, cause I, I I I'm trying to decide if I need to go on with my thought process here. You know, I don't. Let me just say this: Kobe, Magic, all the so-called great players stayed with their teams. They didn't run all over the place. Like LeBron James, that's all I'm gonna say. I think. Mm mm. We don't need that. Please go, Mm-mm. go with a play wherever you want to play. I, I, Mm-mm. we, we Mm-mm. disagree very strongly on this subject. Mm-mm. Okay, Mm-mm. and two, you can't be talking about you in love with Jimmy Butler. This is fourteen. Is this his fault? Right. So how are you going to be upset when players choose to leave okay. organizations uh, will trade that, you that, away that, in a heartbeat? That, that, okay, hold on. Why you got why play, a why players got to show loyalty? There's a difference and you know there's a difference. You know the all difference that I'm, I'm talking saying, about. All I'm saying is why are these players obligated to show loyalty to these organizations when organizations haven't shown the same loyalty to these players. That's all I'm saying. 
No, I get that. I get that. It's a difference between the organization and you. See, I wish, I truly do wish, because I love, uh, why are these people's names escaped in my brain? The, I don't know. He should stay with the Pelicans. I love him. Anthony stay with Davis? your team. Yes. Stay with a sorry team. S- Stay with a sorry team? I mean, I know, like, hold on, because I, I know as people, like, we love New Orleans, but do professional athletes love New Orleans? Like, uh, do enough basketball players, elite basketball players, love New Orleans enough to go play? No, which is why nobody ended up down there. I don't understand why we expect these elite competitive people, extremely competitive people, to stick with sorry teams. Because I expect the team manager and on up to do what they're supposed to do. Right. But what what are they supposed to do when the management, the front office, don't do what they're supposed to do and don't bring in other talent? How much time? How much time okay, does I, management I, get to bring in bring okay, in talent? Okay, Because Anthony I, I, Davis I to... was in New Orleans for like seven years. I just want you to just do this homework assignment for me, okay? Let's I want you to look assignment. up. Yeah, the homework assignment. I just want you to look up all the past former great players, and I want you to look at their tenure with their team. And then I want you to look at the team stats. Okay, that, that was that was a different NBA. One, contracts weren't the same. They weren't making the same amount of money. Player movement wasn't as easy as it is now because of these player contracts. To, uh, players back then didn't leave a team because they wanted to go sign with somebody else. Nine times out of ten, they got traded. Right. And then back then they actually built teams. All that all I'm saying is why it be it be one thing if you're an elite player and you playing on a team that's like one piece away from being like a really a really a real championship contender. But why do we expect these really good players to stay with these sorry teams? Why do we expect players to show loyalty to these organizations where they will literally, the moment they feel like they can get something better, they will trade you. What happened to DeMar Rosen? He wanted to stay in Toronto. They traded him for Kawhi and went so they could win a championship. Isaiah Thomas, that man showed up the day after his sister died to play for the Boston Celtics. And, and they said, ooh, we can get Kyrie? Go on, bro. Get on out. You and your bad hip. Go on, get out of here. Like, why, why do we have to, like, players should be able to do. Whatever they want to do, as long as they stick, you know, if you sign a contract, you sign a contract. Please play out your contract. But you ought to be able to go to different teams. Okay, I guess we're going to agree to disagree. We're going to have to agree to disagree. Because I do agree with you that loyalty goes both ways. I do agree with you on that. So in those instances, if they trade away a player and that player goes to a team who happens to win the championship, then so be it. It's their loss. Let me let me put it to you this way. 
Because this, let me put it in maybe like a real life situation. If somebody's working for some corporate company and they're not fulfilled, they're not used properly, maybe they're underpaid, are you going to go to them and tell them they got to be loyal to the company? If, they can, if they've already said, hey, I can get another job over here and they'll pay me better, they'll treat me better. Are we going to sit here and tell them, no, you got to be loyal to the company. You can't leave. Erica, you can't ask me that question. Why can't I? That, that, That's the that, exact same because thing. That goes, because, because it goes into the personal life. It used to be when you went to a company, you were there to your retirement. I understand that, but why limit yourself? Why sell yourself short? Why allow people, why allow an organization, corporation, whatever, to not fulfill you to not treat you the way you should be treated when you could go get a job somewhere else where you will feel appreciated we're 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 not gonna agree we could just move on i'm gonna cite one more example okay michael jordan quit baseball i mean quit basketball and went play baseball decided to play basketball again where did he go When he came where, back, where, where did he go? Where, uh, where else were he gonna go? Who was gonna put up? Who? What? Who? What team? What coach? What organization was still gonna put up with with Michael Jordan? And two, I believe he was still under contract. They've still paid out his contract. It wasn't he could just pick up and go to and go play for somebody else if he wanted to. He was still under contract. Where where was Michael gonna go? What team would he went to? Cause he wanted to beat right. He wanted to beat all the best players in the league. So where was he gonna go? Other than some other sorry team? No. Okay, move on. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, one last little bit of NBA news. Uh, Doc Doc Rivers is now the head coach for the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. You think he gonna whip uh, Joel Embiid in the shape? No, 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 no. I mean, to be to be honest, like after this whole uh, game management, rest management stuff with Kawhi, like what? Do we really think that Doc is just gonna be out here whipping whipping Joel Embiid in the shape? Can we confidently say it? I can. There you is can so much potential there. Yes, there is so much potential there with that young man. Remember, that's what I, I was saying all he's season. Not, he's not durable. Like, he can't be, he's not an 82 game guy. And so I think if you want to keep Joel for important games in postseason. Mm-hmm. You can't have him out there for all 82. Because he bound to hurt himself. Okay. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. This is going to okay. be in- interesting. It is going to be interesting know. since we still have some coaching vacancies. I agree. But I think the Sixers overall. Because, I mean, my main question is, what is he going to do with Ben Simmons? Is he going to go to Ben Simmons and say, son, if you don't start shooting the ball, you're going to be sitting next to me? (laughs) 
Is yeah. He, <laughs> that's what I want to yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. he if he not gonna if he not gonna do that, then I don't I don't know what's gonna be much different for the Sixers other than the two, you know the two of them being healthy, Joel and Ben Simmons being healthy. Okay, okay, something's got to change, and I hope Doc can do it. I I believe Doc can do it. Okay, he got plenty of time to figure it out because who knows when the next season is gonna start. Well, the commissioner said 2021, so. We'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still trying to figure out what, what they're going to do because I'm sure they're not going to do a bubble for an entire season. Ain't no way they No, I think now, although this, what they came up with was wonderful, I think just the, just the social social isolation alone was hard on them mm-hmm. yeah um being isolated like that as opposed to being isolated at home with your family and friends that's obviously that's totally different right so i don't know they may need to look at the nfl and see what they're doing we want to look to nfl well i mean just to get a, B, Some C, bad and D. advice? Now you're gonna, no, and just tweak it a little bit. I mean, and I'm still on, you know, they may have to, I mean, if they want football, uh, any other sports to continue, they're going to have to continue without the fans because I'm telling you that these people in these stands are not wearing their mask. I don't care if they are, yes. you know, Practicing social distancing. I don't care. If the rule is you have to wear your mask in order to attend this game, then wear your mask. I'm sitting at home in my chair. You know, the the college football, all these uh, fans, they just was just beside themselves. And they gave them a chance. And they sitting up in the stands without their masks. Yeah. I'm through. But we'll we'll see. All right. So let's go ahead and head over to the WNBA because they are also in the finals Mm. of their playoffs as well. Um, Sad, sad news to report that um, the Storm have a two-game lead over the Aces right now. And game three is about to tip off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I knew I knew going into this series it was going to be tough because the Aces were missing Kelsey Plum out with the injury, uh, Cam Page out because of COVID, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Garrett Hambry mm-hmm. tore a ligament in her knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lack experience. It's our first time in the finals. Who's that coach? Bill Lambeer. Who knows? He does know, but you can't. I can talk, but I can't inject experience into you. Okay. So they they are okay. playing hard. It is just. No, they are. They are. are. I'm not going to take it away from them. But um, the other day, I was fit to be tied. I was fit to be tied. 
the the aces are playing hard, but the Seattle Storm, they're just I mean it's clear that first of all they need to that first of all, I'm gonna say this. Do say not it. leave that sea bird Sue Bird open. They kept leaving her open. In game two. Yes. Well, in game one, she kept passing the ball to everybody. Set set a, a WNBA Finals record for sixteen assists. So I guess they figured, well, let let let's see if she can shoot. Don't let her we pass. We know she can game. shoot. <laughs> we know she can shoot. You left her wide open. I don't know what the game plan. You was. kept leaving her wide open. I'm and I'm gonna say this. I had I had a mild. A discussion with my husband, your daddy, because Sue Bird turned around and smacked Angel in the head after Angel fouled her. And nobody said nothing about it. They they didn't call a foul, period. Right. But So that's why ain't nobody said nothing about it. Right. Because <laughs> they didn't want to bring the light that Sue Bird smacked her in the face. I mean, did you see where Agent McCarthy yes. threw her threw her whole shoulder into her jaw? <laughs> it's physical out there. If you don't want to get hit, don't hit nobody. Don't show up. Agent threw her whole it. shoulder right there. Woo. Right I ain't said nothing about that. I didn't say nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that this year, despite everything that the NBA and the WNBA have done to bring us basketball, obviously, I'm going to be disappointed after tonight's game. I, yeah, I, I might, know, I'm going to be to, I may, I'm going to be totally through with basketball after tonight's game. I may not be disappointed tonight. I think the Aces, I think they're going to get one. They got to at least get one. I, okay. It, and it got to be tonight. Ain't no, <laughs> ain't no other time. Wait, what? Happen. Well, it's got to be tonight. <sighs> so I, I, I mean, think that'll be another one of my getting. predictions down the drain. If they honestly, <sighs> if they can, if they can sure up on their turnovers and get to the free throw line more, more often, because I mean that's been their calling card like the entire years that they're really good. Um, in the paint. Throw some more shoulders. And they th- <laughs> and they get to the free throw line because they don't have like their three point shooting isn't that great. But if they can get to the free throw line, it makes up for it. So they just gotta continue to be physical and put pressure. I just the Seattle Storm, they're just a really, really, really good team. They're in their bench, their bench is deeper than the Aces because, you know, last year Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart didn't play, so that allowed they're, you know, the six and girls. seven men to get more experience. I, I have Bill and Bill. Let's move on. You know, you know, I have, no, I have questions about this. Like, I really want to know how Bill and Beer is as a coach in the like coaching women in the WM. Like, you know, he has this huge bad boys persona, and it's people that still mm-hmm. like hate hate him mm-hmm. to this day. Does he ever? Exactly. I mean, I know he brings, I know he brings the toughness, but does he ever bring like the rest of the bad boy with him to practice? I hope so. Well, I'm I guess so. We got a shoulder. We got a shoulder. <laughs> Plus some other stuff we ain't seen that ain't nobody talking about. But <sighs> but yeah. So come on, Aces. Um, you know, let's hold on for one more game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it starts with come one. Come on, Aces. You just got to get come one. Come on, Aces. Come on. Come on. But I, I will, I'll say this last thing, and then we can move on. I think whenever the next WNBA season starts, um, hopefully the Aces will have De'Arca Hambry back, Kelsey Plum back. Hopefully Elizabeth Cam Beige will be willing to come back to America whenever by the time the next season starts. Because I think they're, if they don't get it this year, did she? This I think she, I want to say she's back in Australia, or she's already headed over to where she's playing in like overseas, the other league that a lot of these women play in. Okay. So you know, hopefully she'll be willing to come back over here because next year they could be really, really good. Yes. I love them girls. Come on, aces. All right, let's move on before we get too upset. Um, we'll talk a little. <laughs> A little football. Um, this week was pretty boring. I think the the more exciting things happened off the field. <laughs> it was all surrounding <laughs> coronavirus. Yep, yep. I mean, I don't. There weren't. Well, hold on. No, let's hold on now. The Cleveland Browns did their thing this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to pass up an opportunity for us to make fun of the Cowboys. So, yeah, the Browns well, did beat the Cowboys. <laughs> 49 to 38. I mean, I, I was, you know, flipping and watching, and when I turned over and saw that Cleveland had come back, that the Dallas Cowboys had lost that lead, I was like, couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. That was the best thing. Yeah, I honestly couldn't Although believe it. Although I hate it, it for either. Dak and Ezekiel, but like they playing for well, the wrong team. Ezekiel didn't play that great. Ezekiel turned the ball okay. over. I, I feel bad for Dak, but, you know, the other uh-huh. one, I don't know. I don't feel so bad. They playing for the wrong team, but go on. They getting but their yeah. money. The Browns finally, like, actually looked good. <laughs> Baker Mayfield actually, good. you know, I'm not, you know, I can't say too many nice things about Baker Mayfield because the big play where Odell Beckham actually scored ain't had nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. It was Jarvis Landry that threw him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we finally got to see, like, uh, our the best, I don't want to say the best, we got to see a high level from Odell uh Odell Beckham again, which is exciting, because he's too yeah, good. Yeah. He's too good to be yeah. just some average receiver with the Browns. He's way too talented for that. Right. So I so, guess that was the highlight of our NFL week. Yeah, you know, um, the Chiefs. And the Even Patriots. last night was a dud. Even last night yeah. was a dud. So. so Chiefs, Chiefs, and the Patriots. Uh, their game got moved from Sunday to Monday because mm-hmm. Cam Newton Corona. tested positive for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, it wasn't that great of a game. The Chiefs, who should have whooped them, only won 26-10. That's what I'm saying. Last night was a dud for me. I mean, it just, I don't know what was wrong with the Chiefs other than the Patriots' defense was on. I'll I, I say that. I'll give, it, I'll give the Patriots – a score for their defense. But I I, I will say but, um, the game was definitely um, 
illuminating of how well Cam Newton has been playing the past couple weeks. And, <laughs> and how they need him. And how preposterous it was that once they signed Cam Newton, people were like, "Yeah, the, there'd be a comp- there'd be a competition for the starting quarterback." What with who? Not after last night, <laughs> right? So, um, well wishes to Cam that he has a speed. Yes, hurry up, baby, come back, come back. Get with test niggas. Brian mm-hmm. Hoyer got got pulled what at the start of the fourth got quarter? pulled and then they bring this other guy in. I said, "Who is this?" How is that it? was supposed to be that was supposed to be Cam's competition for the starting uh, position. He kept throwing interceptions. No, no, Jared Stidham was supposed to be Cam's competition. Oh, okay. Well. No, you know what? You're right. I mean, well, he did throw it. He kept throwing interceptions. He did. Yes, he did. He threw, it, he threw it at the end of the game, but they were trying to score. It was passed downfield. But I will say the second that Brian Hoyer came out the game, I feel like they scored on their next drive. <laughs> the very next drive. <laughs> I'm just – so last night was a dud. Last night was a dud, so. Yeah, last well, night What the Falcons do? I forgot. Oh, so the Falcons, they still lost, but there there was no losing elite this week. So the Packers <laughs> the Packers won uh thirty to sixteen. I mean Aaron okay. Rodgers is being Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And um I don't know. I feel like the Falcons played this was probably like I feel like from watching the highlights and everything, that was probably the best game that the Falcons have played. Mm-hmm. This season, even though they've had big leads before. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do about the Falcons. And then they fired that man in Texas. Yeah, they did. They needed to. Really? really you think so? You traded what? You trade away two of your well, best players. Well, you're right. You're, yeah, yeah. You yeah, give you yeah. give you give away yeah. first um, first. First and what second round picks for? Uh, I mean, a really good. Uh, um, uh, Larry Tunsil is really good, so that was definitely like a win now mode. So you can't you can't go and make a a, a win now move and then not win. <laughs> and they zero okay. and four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We need we need to win uh, now and then go just... out and lose the first four straight games. Okay. Well, at least. Uh... A former head coach is acting or interim coach, so we give kudos to him. I mean, there's the, the Texans are screwed regardless because the previous coach gave okay. away their first and second round draft picks. So I mean, I feel like at that point, like you should have just kept him. Wait, it was, uh, what, what is this going to do? Be- because you're going mean, to bring in another head to other coaches. Right. See, you sending a message to the other coaches or other potential coaches. I mean, it's like, what? what is the next person that you bring in supposed to do to fix this when, like, you have no good picks going forward next season? What are they I, I supposed to shocked. do? I thought, I thought it was real petty. And it, will, and it was. And I agree, which it is fine. You know. It was vindictive. It was... Mean. I'm not gonna go as far to say as all that. Now, Petty, yes, yeah. but I I am absolutely here for the Petty because he traded away 
<laughs> he traded away two of their best players over some petty. So, sir, the petty uh, came back and got uh, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You over here trading away good players for personal reasons. You're the petty right. came back and got you. Mm. You're right. Okay. So, you know, I don't know what the Texans going to do, but good good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> at least we don't have to worry about them no more. Yeah, at least we don't have to worry about the Texans. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go as far to say that because I'm sure we, they get to the schedule and all of a sudden they done got it figured out and they play the best game of the season. <laughs> no, if, we ain't if worry about we even If we even make it. Um, so, yeah, so the Titans and Steelers yeah, game, because... if we make it, the Titans and Steelers game got postponed. It's yes. going to be played later, I was like week eight, week nine, because we've had, we mm-hmm. had eight players week eight. test positive. Um, eight players tested positive for coronavirus. Same amount of staff. 20, mm-hmm. 20 people overall, players and staff members tested positive. Um but this, my thing is like, this wasn't all like everybody tested positive on one day. It was several days in a row where we were like, I would get another notification. One more play, additional player test positive for coronavirus. So I'm, you know, I would, if I was watching this real carefully, which I'm not, I would, I would, it, it would be interesting to note what the common thread is with these 20 people. I think we're going to find out because the Titans are now being investigated by the league for potentially not following um, protocol. Oh, okay. Can you do that? Absolutely. Well, they're yeah. supposed to have, like, apparently they have like trackers and, and stuff and they can find out mm-hmm. where you've where you been as long as you're in the team. Facility. Like I'm sure there's a way for the NFL to get to the bottom of it. Well, let me take that back. The so we're really going to find out that they was on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Um, if you know what, I, maybe not the NFL. Um, the NFL are terrible at doing investigations, but if they bring in some outside, right? Thing, I was gonna say, Erica, the NFL is I doing what? Who I was talking about. I mean, the NFL is doing what? But this one, this one doesn't have anything to do with like domestic abuse or sexual assault. So maybe the NFL will get to the bottom of it. But I'm sure. Well, I'm sure at some point it may not be this season. We will find out how, how, uh, how all this happened. Let me ask you this: Have the kids gone back to school down there yet, or are they still doing virtual learning? Uh, they, I think it's a certain percentage in school, but the majority are still doing virtual. So it's. This has been the biggest headache, and you know, I, 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 obviously, I don't pay really pay attention because I don't have any kids in school, but I do know that some it's a low percentage in in class, and then the majority are virtual. I do know that Metro is mm-hmm. on fall break this week. Um, they started football Friday before last, but right. nobody could attend the games. Um, that appeared to go well. I haven't heard, I know at the beginning of the season, it was a couple of outbreaks at a couple of the high schools, um, local and in the surrounding counties. So, and I was very, 
I wasn't disappointed. I was just got a kid I want to see play, and I can't can't go see her play. Yeah. So I guess we can't really blame the you know somebody catching it from their kid or anything if they're not if a lot of these schools are still doing virtual. So I'm right, pretty right, sure we'll right. find out somebody was down there on Broadway. Okay. We'll find out. So it's just I like what the local school systems in this county and surrounding have done. I mean, they're really trying to protect the students as well as, you know, the school staff. Uh, this virtual school. It's difficult is, for everybody. It's very difficult for the student and the parent. I mean, if you're a full-time employee, I don't see how it's getting done. Um, you just got to be very creative. Yeah. We've, we've got off on a, on a tangent here, I see. We have. We have, we have. <laughs> but um, so uh, some good news. Um, Monday and Tuesday, um, so far today, there hasn't been any more uh, positive tests for the Titans. So okay, cool. Uh, cool. I guess cool. uh, after consecutive days of no positive tests, the facility uh, should be able to reopen tomorrow on Wednesday. And as of mm. right now, the game against the Bills on Sunday is still um, scheduled to to happen. Like it's they're still going to mm-hmm. go forth with this game. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to say we. I don't. I don't think actual names were published as far as who, but they weren't. We can go and look at like the injury, the injury list, and see who's on there, and that'll tell us. Mm-hmm. That'll kind of give us a hint who. Well, that's true. That's true. Like I said, I haven't. You know, I haven't been following them. Following them because I mean, it's I already. It's Broadway. That's all I can say. That's TSU, I mean, Fisk, Vanderbilt, Belmont. Ain't all them schools ain't doing virtual learning? I know TSU can't afford to have a whole bunch of people uh, catch COVID on campus. You know, we have um, two young people who are attending the church, and they're from TSU. So yeah, they are doing in in like in class learning. Get out of here. Maybe TSU can't afford a whole bunch of people to get sick. But I think, to be honest, I think it's just a blend, uh, just a mix. Because it just depends. I mean, you know, if the professor doesn't feel comfortable, then he's going to be online. I think it's just a mix. Yeah. But I mean, even, you know what, Even if the student doesn't feel comfortable, they're going to be online, so. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I do feel like a lot of these colleges are... Students are on campus, but potentially taking mm-hmm. online classes, which is really, really mm-hmm. weird to me. Like, one, college is way too expensive for me to be on campus and still online. Like, no, let me, you know, how the housing portion of tuition is already, you know, astronomical right. at some schools. So, right. you know, let me, let me be at the crib. I can do online from the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, good news, guys. Uh, as of right now, the game on Sunday will still be happening. Fingers crossed we don't have any more outbreaks 
And like like I mentioned <laughs> earlier, after all this has happened, the NFL and the Players Association has come together to create some more stronger policies. Um, players won't be able to uh, won't be allowed to leave their cities during um, during uh, what you call it bye weeks. They'll still be testing during bye weeks. Uh, players will only be able to stay in like specific hotels. They won't be able to leave for like game when they're traveling. So. I just don't understand why that wasn't implemented. Like, why did we need a team outbreak for those? Those seem like very simple, simple rules, like reasonable well, see, rules. That's like that. That. But, but but we're talking about, well, the Titans did have three road games. Now, see, I'm thinking it happened because they were here, but they were back home, and they felt free to roam. Yeah, it could be it. You never know. Um. I just don't. I just. I, those rules just seem reasonable to me, and I don't. If y'all were able to figure this out within the past two weeks, why weren't y'all able to figure this out before this season even started? Like we could have actually, you could have uh, potentially avoided a team outbreak. Um, because luckily in this situation, like the schedule issue was able to work itself out, but the Ravens had to move their bye week so they could play the Steelers so the Steelers could have their bye week this past week so they could play the Titans later on. Like, so so many, so much is in the air if a, if a game can't be played. And I feel yeah. like that could have been scheduling, Rescheduling is – we've all learned that rescheduling was very hard to do. And, I mean, last night is a prime example. I mean, I was like, I got two football games tonight. Oh. I mean, yeah, I'm sure some of y'all were very uh, appreciative of the fact that there were um, two football, a doubleheader again. Although it turned out, football, although it turned out to be a dud, I don't care about that. Although it turned out to be a dud. Uh, exactly. We could have had that dud on Sunday. Why we need two duds on Monday? <laughs> All right. Was there was there anything else that you wanted to chat about? That's all I have on the agenda. No, it's been like you said at the beginning, pretty much the whole week for us to smash up. Gotcha. Um, in that case, you gonna let me go on and watch this misery? Yeah. We're going to get out of here so we can go and watch the game. So, Mama, do you have any words of wisdom to share with the people? Continue to wear your mask. That's good advice. I'm not going to let up on that. Everybody have a good night. Good week and wear your mask. For joining us, listening to another episode of this. Um, if you're looking for us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, you can find us on social media at S- a Sideline T. Wait, what is our Sideline WT Cooks on Twitter and on Instagram? That's where you can find us. Um, Wear your mask, wash your hands like my mama said, and we'll be back next week. Peace.
Peace.